Hi everyone, and welcome to the 143rd episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro! Hi guys. And Sabrina. Hi guys. Guess what, guys? What? What? I I've got some really important updates. Okay, so, let's, let's hear it. I, I, I don't know when, I don't know how, but we, uh, we are definitely getting a lot closer to the return of the king. Dumb Hearts. Union. Deep Dive Stream. Because Yay! I can confirm right now that I have done a full practice playthrough of Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. You know, the 2.5 version on critical mode. Oh, wow. I have done all the 13 mushrooms. I have done all the data organizations. And I've beaten Lingering Will. What? Nice. Yes. Good job. We are good to go. Except, uh, I'm going I'm to teach y'all a Japanese word. This one's a good one. It's called Giddy Giddy. My fight with Lingering Will was very Giddy Giddy. Giddy Giddy means it's like I barely made it through. <laughs> it was kind of okay. Very tenuous at best. That's what Giddy Giddy means. So, oh, wow. uh, <laughs> I beat Lingering Will. But it was after a lot of struggle and a lot of tr trial and tribulation. But I kind of have, I, I, I did, I cried inside. But I do, so the nice thing is though, the method that I used to beat Lingering Will is repeatable. That's the good Wait. news. So it is repeatable, but it's not necessarily consistent. At least I'm not consistent on it yet. If I, if I practice it more, I might become more consistent with Lingering Will. But it is something that I would say, if I do this, I could probably beat Lingering Will uh, 35 to 40% of the time and lose, you know, the other percentages. 65 Which means to 60%. that Brendan will still be there to provide entertainment when, exactly. and when he loses. It will, still, it will still be entertaining, <laughs> but at least it is possible to finish. So that's good. Also... I've gotten some organization members fairly consistent. I don't know if I'm going to do all 13 organizations for the stream, but I'll definitely do some of them. Uh, uh, definitely Roxas. Uh, I've gotten Roxas down to a science uh, because I needed to uh, I needed to farm him for magic boosts. Cause, uh, so apparently with uh, what I have sort of come to understand with Kingdom Hearts 2 is that while, yes, you can farm these item boosts there is a cap uh, I, uh the people in the community call it a soft cap for bosses they only allow you to get s so strong in terms of stats with them uh and it seems like the cap on uh a, a ability is 81 that's that's the max for uh magic strength and defense so i got them all to 82 just to be safe Wow. Nice. So, uh, yep. Uh, you know, got Sora level ninety nine, maxed all the drive forms. Did I, I did a lot. So, we are good to go. And you know, at very least, let's say hypothetically, I'm just so bad that I can't even beat Lingering Will on stream at all, even using my cheapo method that I've been using. Which, by the way, is not the cheapo method everybody knows about, where you just do the same attack over and over again. It's not that. 
Uh, but the good thing is I have archived the recording of me beating him the first time. Ooh. That's it is uploaded to YouTube and unlisted. So if I ever need to break that out for you know for the live stream, I could just show, look, see, this is what it looks like if I beat it. It's not entertaining. It's not very good. There are way more talented people on, on the internet. But this is, you know, this one's my playthrough of Lingering Well. I, uh, this is my, you know, completion of Lingering Well. And also, obviously, we do have the theater mode. I have unlocked all cutscenes for theater mode. Oh, by the way, I also beat Sephiroth, which, you know, there you go. Yay. So, Good job, so Brandon. No. All, all story content has been unlocked in the theater mode, so if we ever have to, uh, you know, back down a little bit and <clears throat> watch it in theater mode, at least we can. So uh, I'm hoping that, you know, as early as next week, we can maybe do a test stream. That's my goal is next week like a Friday night Eastern time that we do a test stream and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll test things out. I don't know when we'll be regular just cause we have like a lot of, you know, stuff coming up, but uh, ho- hopefully, hopefully that that'll be something we can start more regularly soon. So keep, keep your peepers peeping at our Twitter at KH union. Cause that's where you're going to get all the, all the newsy stuff. All right, so for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at Cage Union. I finally updated it to be Yay. current. <laughs> Yay! You know, you know what's ridiculous is that we... we at no point have we regularly plugged our own Twitter on the podcast. I'm sorry, right. guys. We're, I'm dumb, so <laughs> I forget. It's these okay. Things. We forgive you. Yeah, All right, I mean, so, I mean, unfortunately, KH Ultimate has been dead for like four years now. So yeah, so let let's give our own Twitter love for a change. <laughs> oh man, our poor Twitter. So, a- anyways, speaking of being dumb. We have two segments today, and I just I, I, I'm I'm trying to to workshop a new word into the English English lexicon. So our first segment is going to be, you guys ready for it? Yeah. The numers segment. Numers. 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 Right. Um, Numer is a noun. And it is a combination of the word news and rumors. That's why we call them numers. Okay, I'm still not so following. We're, 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 well, ba- basically, this is going to be a segment that has news that you know we have to treat as rumors, but it is news. But it's okay. but it is, it is it is also a rumor because it's not confirmed by Square Enix yet. But it is news because it's confirmed by the people that matter. Okay. We'll, we'll, it will become more clear once we've once we've arrived. But we have many uh, we have many bits of news that meet this standard from many different sources. So we have many numers to discuss. B- basically, I'm like that one dumb girl from that one movie that. Uh, Lindsay Lohan was in where she was trying to make fetch a word. I'm going to try to make numerous a word. 
anyway it's not gonna be a word it's gonna be it's, it's gonna not. be great it's gonna be it's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be so fetch everybody's gonna say numerous okay no it's gonna say new second second segment is our question segment in the way of announcements as always if you guys like the show please consider supporting us on patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion and our Patreon executive producers are as follows. We've got Blue Machine, who's at Blue Machine on Twitter. Nahi Kablawi. Lewis James. Barry Norton, who's at Nortron Zero. Chris Morales. Eric Decker, who's at Choco Taco. Marcus Karnecki. Michael Graham. Thorn Bullen, who's at Massacre 23. Zach Duranto, who's at ZDuranto58. Billy Jackson, who's at underscore Billy Jackson. Darren Matthews, who's at Doomster73, Dustin Smith, John McRae, Joseph Robertson, who's at Pokemon Trainer J, Josh McNabb, who's at J2K9, Keith Field, who's at The Mighty Keith, Mario Herker, Mike, Mike Shirley Donnelly, who's at Curious Quail, Muhammad Quayam, Nico Gonzalez, who's at Nick underscore Knack95, Patrick, Rachel Casterton, who's at Orba, Yoon Ray, Richard Holman, who's at Vex Lennon. Rob Porter, who's at Squirty Birdie One. Tyson Wildman, who's at Ty Wildman One. Vita Nitas, who's at V underscore Tron 5000. Zach Porter, who's at Porter Paradox. And Zelda Clone, who's at Apes Type Novels. And if you guys want to be a part of the show, please send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. All right, so now on to our numers segment. Yay. <laughs> it feels so weird to say that with gusto, but... You're oh, the one well. that came Should up I... with the word. I, I've, I, I'm suddenly regretting it. Anyway, moving on to our n- numer segment. Uh, our first numer is James Woods has stated on his Twitter that he is now recording for a new... Sappy, are you ready for this? Kingdom of Hearts. Stop. Stop. Yes. I love Kingdom of Hearts. I love Kingdom of Hearts. It's my favorite game series. Why does it trigger you? Sabby, why does it trigger you? Because that's not what it's called. You should because call that's it what it is. Supposed that's to be. what it was. I mean, Nomura wanted to be called that too, you know. So Yeah, at some point it it was stated to be that. I want you know what? We should ask. No. no. We should ask yes. Nomura. No. Why did, why did I, I, I'm going to ask him. Can Why did it change Kingdom from Kingdom of Hearts to Kingdom Hearts? I'm gonna ask him that, and if he could change it to Kingdom of Hearts. Yeah. It's yes. So, uh, can the yeah. next series be called Kingdom of Hearts? And can you also retroactively rename the past games as Kingdom of Hearts? Yes, please. I'm gonna do that. Let's ask him. Sabi can't so, stop me. So yeah, James Woods says he's recording for a new Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, obviously James Woods is the voice of Hades from, uh, from Hercules. And, you know, we know that, uh, Hercules is a world confirmed to be in Kingdom Hearts, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. So, and on top of that, it's, uh, probably the most complete world out of all the Kingdom Hearts 3 worlds. Cause man, they've been working on that Olympus Coliseum world from pretty much when Kingdom Hearts 3 was announced, like. We've seen footage of it for a long time, so yeah, clearly that's got the most uh, complete stuff in it, and they've said as as much because they said it was like last time we heard it was like ninety percent complete, so it, it makes sense that they're already recording stuff for it. 
another interesting related bit of news, uh, or numer, is that the Spanish voice actors for Hero and Baymax from Big Hero 6 have been recording for a game recently. Now, we don't know, we don't have any confirmation that there is going to be a Spanish recording for Kingdom Hearts. That being said, there has been in the past, uh, namely for uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2, both of those had Spanish recordings. Uh, I don't think Birth by Sleep or Dream Drop Distance had them. I think those were English and Japanese only, but Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 both had uh, Spanish recordings. Actually, recently uh, heard some recordings from the from the Kingdom Hearts 2 uh the Kingdom Hearts 2 Spanish version and it was like some guy who was playing like a hacked version of Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix and he summoned an Axel that was speaking in Spanish and Axel's Spanish voice actor is so good. I just want to oh, yeah? shout out. Like That's like awesome. specifically Axel, wow. he has such a sultry voice. It is so nice. So smooth. So Spanish. It's awesome. But anyway, uh so the the Spanish voice actors of Hero and Baymax have said that they're, that they're in the recording booth recently, and specifically it's for a game. Uh, the, the Baymax guy said it was uh, a, a game that, he, that they were recording. Uh, now, I just want to point out, Kingdom Hearts 3 has a Big Hero 6 world, and like when did Big Hero 6 come out? Hasn't it been like th- practically like three years? Yeah, it was like three years ago that Big Hero 6 came out. So it can't be a Big Hero 6 game. And the only other game that had, you know, various Disney characters, that was uh, that Disney game with toys, Disney Infinity. Yeah, That's been that canceled for a long time. So, yeah. And there has been any, any recent announcements of a Big Hero 6 game anyways? There's... Nothing, nothing for Big Hero 6 recently. So the only game that we know of on the horizon that has Big Hero 6 in it is Kingdom Hearts 3. So that's pretty interesting. And also, I just want to point out that uh, both with the case of James Woods and the case of the Spanish voice actors, it seems like... I mean, it's not so surprising these days, but I think it's important to recognize that it seems like Square is intending to have a simultaneous release, or at least nearly simultaneous, because, like, they're recording voice acting, like, fairly far in advance of, you know, what the assumed release date is, which is, like, you know, around the end of this year. So, considering they're recording now, like, that's actually, like, really good like it seems like they're uh you know they're they're fully intending to complete this recording uh quickly so that you know we don't have to wait uh, wait at all hopefully for the english or perhaps spanish release of kingdom hearts 3 so that's exciting uh uh next bit of information <laughs> this is actually news not 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 a numer uh so this uh, bit of information uh, comes from the Japanese Kingdom Hearts Twitter, and they're saying that the Japanese Kingdom Hearts portal site has been updated. And uh, they say that the Kingdom Hearts series portal site has been updated. We will continue to send out information periodically 
So please look forward to it. So this sort of hints at the fact so, that uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3 marketing cycle is about to kick into high gear, so to speak. You're right, and this is, this is what everybody's been waiting for. Yep. So all signs are pointing to a very uh, active Kingdom Hearts news cycle that will be starting very soon. Uh, we also have the Kingdom Hearts Union Cross fan event that is going to be on April 15th. But Churro, you, you are going there, so that's Yep, that's I am exciting. going. And Omar is going to be there too as well, so oh boy. maybe he'll, he'll have a, a present for us. Oh, yes. So I'm, I'm really excited for this. And, you know, obviously we've got E3 around the corner. Uh, so, yeah, this is all really exciting. Uh, I want to get your guys' assessment as to what you think is going to be uh, the, big, the big focus of this. Because obviously, you know, timing-wise, it is kind of interesting that it's, you know, kind of close to E3. Like, they might be setting up for something. What what kind of things do you sort of expect out of the the Kingdom Hearts Union Cross fan event? Let's start with you, Churro. I think it's mainly just like because like we're because we are you know you know we really headed to the second anniversary of the game, mm-hmm. and um, I think they're just gonna show us more updates towards the game. You know, regards to like Coliseum, you know, Union Cross play, mm-hmm. um, maybe you know more medals. I have a quick question. So, yeah. uh, with regards to Union Cross, has there been a, an event like this in Japan yet? I don't think there has. Been. I don't think so. There was an event, and I think it was like Taiwan or Hong Kong. Oh, recently. really? Yeah, oh, wow. it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, it was a Union Cross event, and whoever attended got like little tote bags with Union Cross on them. It was interesting actually it wasn't it wasn't i mean there were tweets about it you know there were there were actually two higher cosplayers one dressed as stressella the other one was uh scold oh wow and, uh, so yeah so it was cool. it, it had some you know attention on the social media so in regards to japan i don't think there was really an event like anything like that and over there so yeah so we're kind of uh special in that way and it, it uh, like at least by comparison, even to that like Taiwan event, like that Taiwan event didn't have Namora attending, right? No, it was just it was just a little fan thing to for people to play the game. I think it was launching over there too, so I think that's why they yeah, so, made that event. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know, I don't know too much about Square's you know marketing cycle or whatever, but it seems like if. You know, this is like one of their first events that they're ever doing and Nomura showing up to it. And they haven't even done this in Japan yet before. It seems like, you know, they're trying to hype this up a little bit. So I'm excited to see uh, well, what they're bringing. Well, because well, uh, Japan's uh, anniversary is, I think, September. All right. Right. right so right. so April is, you know, world, the, you know, the quote unquote North America, Europe, you know, quote unquote yeah. world, worldwide release. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so it kind of makes sense for them to do something for yeah, it. To you do know, something it's, now. it's a plus. Not only that, Nomar already mentioned at I think it was a D twenty three Japan. Yeah, that um, Union Cross is going to be tied into Kingdom Hearts three. So they kind of yeah. want to make a big deal for Union Cross. So it only makes sense for them to 
want to you know do an event you know something like this caliber especially we're on the train to e3 yeah just looking at it like uh so just full disclosure i've actually been keeping up as best as i've been able to i've been keeping up with uh with union cross so i'm actually caught up to the story in the english version of kingdom hearts union cross so I want to say that's like seven hundred and like thirty ish missions. My goodness, yeah, I don't know how you did it forever. Wow. <laughs> that yeah, took man. forever, but I am fully caught up there. I do my dailies on it every day so I can get my jewels, and then I I'm actually quite far in the proud mode as well. Which, by the way, all the proud mode is it's just a hard version of the main mode. So you're just replaying missions. So I'm at, I'm like actually like a hundred ish missions into that as well, maybe like 150. So in total, I think I've probably played like almost like 800 or 900 story missions, like between 800 and 900 story missions, and that doesn't count all the Olympus Coliseum stuff that I've done in the game, and all the Union Cross stuff I've done in the game, and then all the events and raid bosses. Oh my god, I've played this. Game. Then you got Prod Mode too, which is like yeah. well, playing oh, the game yeah, twice. Yeah. Yeah, so uh yeah, I'm about uh 150 missions into that. So yeah, I'm 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 very far into it. They actually just recently raised the level cap, so I'm not at level cap anymore. Uh they raised the level cap from 300 to 500. Wow. And they're making it really hard to level up right now cuz like the 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 experience gap between levels has gone up a lot. So I guess that's so that they can keep the game going on for a long time so that they don't have to raise the level cap again for a long time. So makes sense. But, uh, yeah, so I've played this game a lot. Uh, and, uh, I, I will say that it, it is interesting. Some of the stuff that they're bringing to the Japanese version. So maybe that's something they'll talk about is like, uh, they have all that co-op stuff that they're showing or, or not, not co-op, uh, PVP, PVP, where you can fight another, uh, Kingdom Hearts key or Kingdom Hearts Union Cross player, uh, your your medals versus their medals. So I guess maybe they'll show that off in this. Um, so I guess that's kind of interesting. My guess, though, actually, first let me get to Savvy. <laughs> Savvy, what do you think <laughs> about this Union Cross event? What what do you think they're they're making all this hubbub for just for this phone game? Um, I don't know. I'm hoping that it leads, it ties it a little bit more, I guess. Like, I haven't caught up with it, so I have no idea yeah. what is happening in there. So, and like, I haven't played in a while either. Because, yeah, leveling's really hard in this game. It takes a long time. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, the best way for me to level is, is, um, just dicking around with the raid boss. Because you get so much lux from that. And I'm like, okay, let's just gain some levels. But yep, it means nothing. That's... Yeah, and right now it's kind of like devolved into get one of the Kyrie slash Shion medals and win. <laughs> Make sure to oh well, get one of the Kyrie and Shion medals and then put that as your first medal and then win. That's like oh, okay. That's kind of the strategy. Yeah, because and it's gotten I remember everybody it's gotten about that. so far that there is a permanent right now in the shop. There is a permanent uh sale going on, or at least semi permanent. Like it's been there for a while where you are guaranteed to get either illustrated Kyrie the good one, illustrated Kyrie the the old one that's not as good anymore, 
or Namine or Shion or, you know, any one of those, you're guaranteed to get one in every pull. So, okay. like, they, they, they've pretty much admitted, like, yeah, this these medals are kind of broken. You know, he, here, we'll make it so it's easy to get them. You know, you can get it. You can get an illustrated Kyrie pretty quickly. And, uh, yeah, basically, my go-to setup is first medal is going to be Shion or Namine. And then second medal is illustrated Kyrie. So, basically, uh, illustrated uh, Shion, what she does is she replicates any move that comes next. So, if my next medal is illustrated Kyrie, she will do illustrated Kyrie, that exact attack. And then the second medal will be illustrated Kyrie. So, I get two illustrated Kyries in a row, basically. Wow. So, it's very useful. And for those not aware of what illustrated Kyrie does, she buffs all your attacks. And decreases uh, basically every stat for uh, your enemy and does a lot of damage and also heals you uh, and also restores five gauges of uh, of, your, That's amazing. You know, of your gauge That's and cost, has a zero cost. That's why she's my favorite metal. Yeah, like, so seriously. basically she's the broken strong against everything and makes everything weak and heals you and makes you makes you more able to attack so that's why i put two of them up there because that gives me a total of 10 of my uh, basically 10 charge to my gauges so especially for raid bosses where you have to like constantly be fighting 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 for a long time like it's really helpful to have uh, Shion and Kyrie right at the front because then you just charge up ten and that'll get you usually through your entire your entire deck of metals. That's how it is when I when I started playing again and like because I had illustrated Kyrie then I had oh yeah Namine and then Shion and then it's like those like copied then I have like a Vanitas one where it copies like the previous metal or something. Yep. So yeah. like you yep. so basically you use you know illustrated Kyrie then you use Vanitas and then that does the exact same thing. So it's like you're pretty much just like, if, especially in the early in the early oh, missions, yeah. it's, like it's you're pretty, pretty broken. Much, yeah, you just one shot everything. Yeah, which is kind of like, you know, what I would personally want from Union Cross is I wish there was like a revision to it, like not not like a, a like a strong revision to the game. I think it, it plays fine enough. But I think what they could do is revise the the missions so that there's less filler between these between story missions, at least in the early game. Basically, so that people can quickly go through the the earlier missions of the game and get caught up with the story. Because a lot of these, the mission structure is very simple. You'll get you know the first the first uh mission of a set of missions uh will have a cutscene and that'll sort of tell you what's going on and then the next mission will be like you know let's say if the mission is let's let's go save Alice then you'll start at one side of the map of of Wonderland and the next mission will take place in the space of one of the rooms and it'll basically be like, all right, running to Alice, part one. 
And then the next mission is Running to Alice Part 2. Next mission. Part 3, Part 4, Part 5, all the way to like sometimes Running to Alice Part 9. And then you finally get to Alice. Yeah, and then you have to go backwards. Yeah, and then it's like, oh. I'm like, are you serious? Alice is actually at the tea, the tea, the, she's having her tea party with the Mad Hatter. Oh, great. So now, yeah, now running to the tea party, part one through nine. So basically, if they could cut out most of that, at least from the beginning, like I get it if like maybe season two content and onward, they left it in just so you don't get through it too fast. At least through season one, like cut out most of that. You don't need it. That or make the missions twice as long and put everything all in one damn mission. Exactly. Yeah, like just make it simple. Yeah, that's one thing they could do is just connect the mission into one thing. So uh, it would go a lot, uh, definitely a lot faster. Because like, you know, you you got to like realize that like a lot of the time spent playing this game is in loading screens, on the equipment menu, like trying to start the mission, waiting for the mission to load, like everything about the process of playing this game takes a long time because the load times are so long. I wish that that's one thing I really wish they would go through is do a pass to make it you know to optimize the game so it loads a lot faster. I'm I'm playing on an iPhone 10 and even for me it's slow. And not only that, I'm playing on an iPhone 10 in Japan on Japanese internet. So I have pretty much the ideal scenario. I have the fastest handheld you can probably play this on, and I have probably the fastest internet in the world you can probably play it on uh, apart from Korea. So even I struggle to load this stuff sometimes. So like if it's bad for me, it's bad for everyone. So they need to really fix their servers cuz or you know, don't have the game check the servers for every little thing. Like, I'm just going to the home menu. You don't need to, like, recheck the servers again. Like, it's... They're just constantly rechecking servers, and I think that's what's taking so long. And yeah. the the thing that annoys me to no end, when you open that app, always go to the start menu first, and then after the start menu, they have to load two sets of notice windows. And every time I'm just like immediately tapping, I already know where the X to close out the window is on the screen. So I'm immediately like tapping as fast as I can. So it just goes away as fast as possible. And I don't have to look at it. So maybe an option to disable that notification menu or put the notification menu in the home screen Make 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 it so the notifications are smaller so they can load quicker. Like, I don't know, something so it's not so slow. Make that game faster, and then people probably want to play it more. So, as far as what I think will be at the event, uh, I, I think there's going to be a Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer, and maybe What do you think news. so, Brandon? What do you well, think? What do I think? So I think that's going to be the case because, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming up and, like, they're making all this effort to do a Kingdom Hearts Union Cross fan event when they've never done it before. And, you know, it just so happens, coincidentally, this is the year Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. So it just seems like a good time to get 
the ball rolling on the marketing cycle. I think it's kind of similar, but like obviously smaller to how the 15 team did with, uh, you know, the uncovered event. I think they're kind of trying to make this fan event a little bit like that. So obviously the, the primary goal is to bring more attention to union cross because you know, it's, it's a union cross event, but I think the, uh, the, the special addition to this, the highlight of the event, the event will be whatever relates to kingdom hearts three. That's going to be in this, you know, like you said, you know, Nomura said that, uh, union cross is going to start gearing more towards kingdom hearts three. And that makes sense. Cause like at the end of the day, the, one of the main purposes of this game is to, uh, hype up kingdom hearts three. It's to set up Ooh. the story of kingdom hearts three. So I think maybe we might see content related to that being shown and, and maybe more interesting content that we've never seen before that maybe enlightens up to things that will be in Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, I think at at maximum, the most we'll get at that event is a trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3. That would be the most. I don't think Do you think it'll be, it'll be a long trailer or think it'll be a short trailer? I think it'll be short. Uh, and the reason I think it's going to be short is because it, you know we got E3 coming up. There's no there's no need to to show too much. Uh, they might show off a new world. They, you know, I, I, whatever it is, I don't think it'll be too huge. I think the bigger stuff is going to come in June. That's you know that's E3. That's going to be their big event. That's going to be wh- where they where they really kick it off. You know, you know, if you go if if you look back at like Final Fantasy 15 and even like 0.2, like historically they've had demos at these events when it's like the last E3 before the release. So I wouldn't be surprised if we if if we didn't get a demo. It's pretty common that, you know, these you know, when you get so close to the release of a, a game, you're going to have a demo. They had it for 0.2. So I think E3 is going to be the big thing. So I think if they have a trailer at this fan event, it's going to be like kind of like how the E3 one was last year where, you know, they show off some stuff, not too much, but, you know, enough that it's kind of interesting and cool to see. And then at maybe at the end, it'll be like, and we'll be showing more at E3 2018. That's kind of what I feel would be like the culmination of all of that. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, they can also do what they did at the uh, 2.5 launch event when show us more behind-the-scenes type of trailer, like they did at D23 Japan as well. Like the yeah. making of. Like, they could that, actually show yeah, that, that to us that again. That could be something. They could also... Sh- yeah, they could They could probably literally show that exact stuff, but with English subtitles. Like, mm-hmm. that. that's a possibility. You know, because they, they had those videos recorded, but they were only shown at D23, so... I, you know, I guess we'll see. So I, I, I really, I really hope that's the case because I, I want to hear again more about the stuff that was in that video. Cause like, it seemed like there was a lot and I kind of want to make sure that the reports that we got were accurate. And I, I just struggled to believe, I, I mean, as good as these like Japanese, uh, you know, Twitter accounts are at reporting this information. I kind of want to hear it corroborated, you know, by a second source. Cause some of it sounds a little too good to be true. Like, especially with like, they were talking about stuff in the, 
you know, the Rapunzel city where, oh yeah, Donald and Goofy, they were like dynamically moving around characters and not bumping into them is a lot like Final Fantasy 15. It's like, yeah, I mean, that sounds great, but like that could have just been a random animation that you saw that maybe you interpreted it to be one way and it really wasn't like that. So I'd like to hear, you know, a s- second opinion basically on that. Cause that sounds, sounds great. And I hope it's true, but I want it to be proved or, or at least co- corroborated by another source. So, uh, yeah, right. I think that pretty much covers our numers segment. Moving Yay. on to the question segment. Our first question comes from flop top and they ask, if Kingdom Hearts 1 was remade using Kingdom Hearts 3 as a base, how would you want to see Kingdom Hearts 1 adapted gameplay-wise? And how faithful should the level design be? So I think this is kind of like, maybe like, you know, you can treat it as like two different questions. Like, how would you want to see Kingdom Hearts 1 adapted gameplay-wise? That could be like battle system. And then also, in addition to that, you know, how faithful should the level design be? Would love to hear your thoughts. Um, for me, mm-hmm. I mean, the camera for sure needs to be fixed. So oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure Kingdom Hearts 3's camera is going to be amazing. Yeah. So, that, 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 so yeah, pretty much like <laughs> by, by default, automatically that would get better. So that's good. Please do yes. that. Um, and everything would kind of be more... 3D like which I would enjoy because I like having that depth of field in certain yeah, video games yeah. and it seems like with Kingdom Hearts 3 there you get a lot more of that like there was a lot of like flat areas and things yeah especially Kingdom like de- definitely with lighting it was very very on the on the flat side and actually that's going to be one of the things you know this is a preview for the deep dive stream that's going to be one of the things I'm going to talk about a lot in the Kingdom Hearts 2 uh, deep dive stream because in Kingdom Hearts 2, they updated the way they handled lighting a lot. Oh, yeah. It's, it's noticeable. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the lighting in that game, lighting and shadows, like, it is a big change. So that's something we're going to be talking about a lot in the deep dive stream as we go through each of the worlds because, my goodness gracious, these worlds in Kingdom Hearts 2 are beautiful. We will talk about that, but you are absolutely right. There are a lot of worlds, a lot of areas in Kingdom Hearts that look super, super flat. Uh, I am reminded of, and I brought this up on the original deep dive stream that we played of Kingdom Hearts 1. If you remember, back in the Captain Hook pirate ship, there is that that kind of like, you know that hallway that is uh, in the center, and then on one side... There's the room where Kyrie's being held that has the save point, and then there's those other two rooms, like the one with the hole in the floor where you can like go between levels of the ship. Yeah, so the yeah. hallway in the yeah. middle of that is like completely bright orange, and you can see where kind of light is sorta set, but not one. Not even one. There is no light source in that room. No candles, no lamps, no lanterns, nothing. There's absolutely nothing in there that casts a light. They just have this like fake ambient light with no light source. So obviously that kind of stuff gotta change. You cannot you cannot keep over this the exact same level design that you've had before and expect it to work. Because if you try to do that in Unreal Engine 4, you know what's gonna happen? 
that room's gonna be black. You're not gonna <laughs> see nothing because it's Unreal Engine Four. The way that works is based on lighting. If you want lights, you gotta put a light in there. So, anyway, things gotta have light. Gotta have light. Um, light. And then the second part was like, how faithful should the level design be? I think yes. it should kind of remain the same, but still have that depth of field. So, which it's possible, just everything just be a little bit more enhanced. So, I wouldn't want a lot of things to be changed with it, besides like how things feel and look compared to a PS2 or PS3 yeah. like remake of it. Mm-hmm. So, I would. How do you like, feel about like? the you know platforming and stuff do you think maybe so they should at least adjust some of that stuff i mean do you want a kingdom hearts game or do you want a new kingdom hearts game <laughs> that's the thing that <laughs> that that is the question is like because like so, some aspects of the level design it's like well you should probably keep this the same but then other aspects would be like oh but i guess it's kind of weird if you keep it like this because it's kind of old or yeah. maybe it won't work anymore. Or there's some that is dated, and like you have to kind of get with like the times type of thing. Yeah, I think I think overall they should strive for being faithful as much as they can. Yeah. But I think when it comes to like gameplay related level design, they can they can be a little bit more flexible with that. Like if it's gonna make the gameplay better, like if it's gonna solve yeah. a problem, then I'm a I'm okay with it. Definitely like, make w- the necessary changes. Like, for example, a gameplay area that I wouldn't mind getting significantly revamped, and I, th- I don't think anyone would mind it, would be a lot of the stuff in Tarzan. For example, the vine swinging. Like, if they change the way the vine swinging works in the game to be more dynamic and more fun, uh, like, obviously you have to change the level design of it too to meet the to meet that. And I like I don't think anyone really has any nostalgia for Vines One or Vines Two, <laughs> like just not not a lot of nostalgia tied in with that. So if they made that area a little bit more fun, like that would be nice. Or like the hippo area, like that area is really simple by today's standards in terms of you know design and platforming and all that. Like it's real real simple. So I think like maybe not like huge changes but like i think that area can do with some touch-ups but obviously it can't be it can't be too much because you wouldn't want it to overshine the other worlds in the game too much by being redone so it's it's definitely like uh you know there's a lot to consider there uh so in, in terms of other like gameplay things so kingdom hearts uh Kingdom Hearts 0.2, for example, and Kingdom Hearts 3 also has this, uh, has the situation commands, which is basically like, uh, remember back in Birth by Sleep how they had the, it was like the the style changing? So like if you were fighting for a while. Command forms or something? Yeah, yeah, command forms, something like that. Where you're like, let's say you're playing as Terra and you do like a combo and then you do Fireaga at the end of it and then you you will turn into the command style. I think it's like firestorm where your your combo changes. And then your combo finisher is like a fire attack. So how do you think those should be handled? Should those be included in kingdom hearts one 
or do you think those should be left out of Kingdom Hearts 1 if they, if they were to remake it? Because they, they obviously have that in 0.2 and Kingdom Hearts 1. Do you think they should bring I it I think up? they should because it gives, you know, better, you know, you know, playable time. You know, especially yeah. if, you know, if, if they're going to redo the entire game in that sense, you know, then you got to change the way Sora's, you know, performing his attacks as well. Not just him, but also the enemies too. So Sora's got to keep up with that as yeah. well. Yeah, I wouldn't so. change it to that, to be honest, because I feel like mm-hmm. it's like a progression type of level thing where, like, uh, Ventus, Terra, and Aqua, like, yeah, have they're... already got to that point in their mm-hmm. lives, like, one's a master and ha- can be able to do all those stuff, like, I feel like it's kind of, um, something that Sora needs to learn. Okay, I think that's fair. I I, I, I would, though, like to see, like, maybe a little bit more complexity like and and maybe the way they could do it is maybe like a more kingdom hearts 2 style with the way they have their um you know the way they have their abilities set up and uh something so you know as i've said before i've i've just finished kingdom hearts 2 final mix and obviously i played through a lot of the high level stuff so uh i will say that right now i i've been sort of like had my mind open, had my eyes open to the gameplay possibilities of Kingdom Hearts 2, because I'll admit before I was more of a button mashy kind of guy, because Kingdom Hearts 2 on easier difficulties allowed you to do that. Uh, something I think would be kind of nice to see added to Kingdom Hearts 1 if they were to remake it, which does work also in 0.2 and worked in Kingdom Hearts 2, is allowing you to uh mix more things into your combos for example magic so like in kingdom hearts 2 you can very fluidly in the middle of a combo work in a magic spell and have that add to your combo and you know making stuff like that like flow more i think would be sufficient and also not ruin the you know like sabi you were saying like the whole progression thing I, I i do agree that like if sora is suddenly like doing all these command styles like the birth by sleep keyblade masters it, it might be kind of strange because he he's not he's not there in his journey but if he's allowed to like mix a fire spell with his combo like i think that's fine it's not gonna it's not gonna you know it's, it's not gonna ruin it and it's it's more about your personal skill than anything so yeah, I, I would also like to see some some bosses updated because like I've seen some like speedrunners comment on how Kingdom Hearts gameplay, Kingdom Hearts one gameplay works and how how it's a little bit more simple. And I just watched this video of them fighting the parasite cage, and it was just he jumps up and then he does a three hit aerial combo, and then he goes down, and then he jumps up and does a three hit aerial combo, and then he goes goes down, and then he jumps up and does a three hit aerial combo, and it's like not. <laughs> Like there's there's no complexity to it, so I guess like anything to adjust the encounters so that they're more dynamic, basically. So that would be nice. So uh, anyway, Sabi, if you could take this uh, last one. Sure. This one's from Ronnie, and they asked, "Cage has always rem- uh, remained with a foot in the past with his a car- arch- archaic save." Sorry, English there. Uh, do you think Cage three will have an will have uh, auto saves. I know auto saves when you transition between rooms. I mean, a save that will even last even if you. Re- 
I hope so, because, I mean, there are times where you're so into the game where you don't think about stopping and saving, and sometimes yep. you you turn off the console or because something came up, or your power goes out, and guess what? You lost all that progress. So Yep. Yes, mm -hmm. please. For the love of God, please include autosaves for us. Let me just say, just going to throw this out there. In my preparation for playing playing Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix for the Deep Dive stream, uh, one, one of these days uh, that I was playing, uh, I played through all of Cavern of Remembrance up until the the uh the garden of assemblage where you fight the or uh, the 13 organization members played through all of that uh and i did all of the 13 mushrooms and i played like all day all the way till like basically 4 a.m and i was really tired and then i was like oh i'm gonna just do one more thing i think i'm gonna fight like one more tournament in olympus coliseum like one of the paradox cups so i Went to a save point. I hit it with, you know, hit hit the triangle on a save point, and I was gonna go select world map, but then I selected return to title, <gasps> and just hit yes because no. I wasn't thinking. And bye bye, that, all my progress. That is so awful. Yep. Oh my god. So, oh, Brendan. Thanks, thanks Osaka team for adding that really convenient menu uh, option. I really appreciate it, but. It's a little bit too close to a menu option that I use very frequently. I had Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 crash on me. Oh, that's right. On PS4. Yeah, and yeah. And I have... Oh. Ouch. I think... What, what was I doing? I think I, I think I stopped playing for a good two or three weeks because that was so much progress. Yeah. I It was either... Uh, if there was um, forum... Leveling, like drive leveling. Oh yeah, yeah. Or Cave of Remembrance, and oh, I yeah, yeah. That's almost rough. chucked my controller out of the wall. Oh yeah. To to add to that, I also maxed the drive forms in that play session. Oh, so, did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I oh, and I was also grinding a lot, so I think I was at like maybe level seventy five in my mission to go to. Uh, level 99, and then I went back to level 58. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so Squanix, please. Please, autosave. Please. Yeah, just fix that. Autosave, you know. Uh, yeah, that would be nice. Uh, But, uh, yeah, at least in my situation, I wasn't too sad because the the way I... What I told myself so I wouldn't, like, freak out was, look... This is just a practice run, and I was just doing it, so I would be good enough to do it again on the live stream. So, you know, my my poor choice in return, selecting return to title, it may kind of ruin this run and this save, but it doesn't take away the experience I gained. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters, man. That's basically how I took it. That's that, That's why I, I am still here. And healthy today. <laughs> oh man, that was that was rough. So, yeah. So that's uh, yeah. Is there any other things that you kind of think the Kingdom Hearts series kind of has a foot in the past that you kind of wish they would update? Anything that comes to mind? I mean, the only thing that I can think of 
it's not really a foot in the past thing is that uh in the 1.5 2.5 collection the theater mode of reaching a memory should be unlocked by default <laughs> That's just my opinion. Yes. Oh, so <laughs> you forcing all of them at once? Oh, like watching yeah. through the entire thing? Just enable it by default. Yeah. <laughs> just, just you know, take take the L on that game and just enable that by default and be done with it. That's my only thing. I, it's not really an archaic or not archaic sort of thing. That's just a quality of life thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any, like, things that jump out at me. I guess, like, you know, something I noticed in 0.2, but, I mean, it, it kind of, like, has a gameplay purpose, is the whole concept of rooms in the Kingdom Hearts games and have them be separate load screens. I kind of wish the worlds were seamless. Not necessarily open world, like, they can still be linear, but like for the continuation of the entire world, you don't hit a load screen as you're traveling through it. I kind of wish they would do that, but I mean, I I know it's kind of set in stone that there's the whole like you know if you want to grind, you can like exit the room and then come back in and then reload the heartless. You know, in the past games, you would have to go through at least three rooms. Uh, in in Birth by Sleep and onwards, I think it's just one room that you have to do that and then you can grind. But uh, I don't know. I just think that if they could you know, uh, just eliminate load screens, that would be nice. I mean, th- th- there are games that that have sort of solved this in the past. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm brought to remember an old Tony Hawk game. I don't know if you guys remember it. Tony Hawk American Wasteland. So oh, it, God. It, so that game, that was like their launch title for the Xbox 360, so it was kind of a cross-generation Tony Hawk game. What was interesting about that game was that all the levels were connected, but it wasn't necessarily open world. The way they handled it was kind of interesting, but also a little bit on the cheap side. So the way they did it was, so you're in a level, right? And if you wanted to go to another area... Uh, there was there was a, a road that would take you there, but it was uh, always a tunnel. And once you go inside the tunnel, they made the tunnel long enough that they would unload everything from the previous level, and it would be long enough to load the next level while you're riding through the tunnel, which is a very simplistic tunnel. That's, it's just a round tunnel. There's nothing important or feature there's no like features on it you know there's no like signs or anything it's just real simple tunnel that you ride through and by the end of the tunnel the next area is loaded so i don't know if you want a series of tunnels but maybe something like that i don't know so just something Um. something to (laughs) hide the load screens please yeah You, you, you can throw in heartless that's fine probably but uh, yeah, I, I, I there, there's definitely a, a, a you know. E- either way, Kingdom Hearts has been like constantly evolving over the years, and like it's it's it has grown so much. You know, there's been so many jumps in quality, and I just can't wait to see like all the improvements that Kingdom Hearts three has because like this is our first big jump really since Kingdom Hearts two, like. So I I just can't wait to see like all the things that change. Like we already know like things like the gummy ship are being updated to be 
you know, I guess cooler in a way. So, uh, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up our show for today. Our music for this episode is a cover of The Other Promise. Uh, and this cover comes from Brian N. on YouTube. So this is a rock cover. We featured Brian N.'s music on the show in the past, so definitely check him out on YouTube. Our next episode of Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 24th of April. Uh, so on that episode, great thing is that we'll be through the Kingdom Hearts fan event, so hopefully there'll be a lot of news that we can talk about from that, and Churro can give us his impressions on all the shenanigans yep. there. So oh, the definitely fun, the fun have, times. A lot, have a fun time, Churro. And, and I will. Make sure you got to get us the scoops. Yeah, all of it. Get get us the hard oh. hit, hard hit. All news. the ice cream scoops. Ice cream well, scoops. Well, if, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure during like the actual like meetings and stuff, I'll be able to per- periscope. So I'll try to periscope some of the things so you, you guys can see what's going on. Sounds good. All right. So uh, yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. And as always, you can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes Store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we're number one. Yay! And of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at KHUnion. And remember, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. And please send us your questions to KHUQuestions at gmail.com. All right, guys. It's that time again. It is goodbye time. Why? Oh, no. Well, you know, it's like they say, you, you got you to gotta say goodbye if you want to say hello. You got to say goodbye sometimes so you can say hello later. You can't have can't have the, the, the sunny without the rain. You can't have the happy without the sad. Well, hey, I want my cake and eat it too. So Okay, well. I have I, cake. I might eat that after. <laughs> I, I mean, you know what they say. The best way to have your cake and eat it too is just to buy two cakes. <laughs> The there you best, go. That's the best way. Wow. <laughs> so you can have a cake and then eat a different cake. That is that. I like that. There you go. That's good. Good. I'll start good, buying two cakes now for no good, one. Good philosophy. No. Don't. <laughs> Always buy two cakes. Oh man. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and uh, yeah, definitely stay tuned. And uh, stay tuned on KH Union Twitter if, if we do a test stream. That, that'll be where you find out about it first. Uh, you can check us out on uh, on Twitch. Twitch dot something slash... I don't, TV. I don't remember, I don't remember <laughs> Twitch. Twitch.tv slash KHUnion. Alright, I'm gonna check. Twitch.tv. Twitch is, sl- is it just slash KHUnion? Alright, let's find yeah, out. Yeah, it should be. We're, we're gonna Why find out, guys. Why would it be that difficult? I don't remember. Because I know that our, our, our YouTube was KHUnion vids. Alright, okay, so it's twitch.tv slash KHUnion. There and, you and, go. And currently our preview image is Kingdom Hearts Union After Hours, which we might do a, one of those eventually. Okay, anyway, guys, please. Before, before, <laughs> right, before, goodbye, before, guys. I, make a, before I make a buffoon of myself Thanks again. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. And I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production.